You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll take a glass together and we will lift it This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour. Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. Hi, Caleb. Hey, Elliot. How's it going? Um, good here. This is so weird. This is our very first um, away from each other recording. I know, we're recording remotely for the first time. I'm in our, our home studio of my apartment. <laughs> and I am in the new location in St. Louis, in oh my, my apartment. God. How are how are things? I miss you. I miss you too. We are rocking and rolling out here. Um, we just finished our first week of tech and previews. So we had um, a full week of tech and then a five-show weekend. Wow. So it is exhausting. Yes, girl. Um, but we open on Wednesday. This is the Boy from Oz at uh, uh-huh. Stage of St. Louis. And uh, it's going to be really exciting. So exciting. I wish I could come see it. I know. I wish. Are you going to surprise me? Do you have a day off or anything? Or no. no. Okay. Girl, girl, I have zero days off. Oh, yeah. You're in the thick of it as well. Girl, the thick. The thick of it. It's all good, but um, there's a lot going on. I'll be honest, I looked at my schedule for this week and almost burst into tears. But <laughs> I'm taking it day by day. Which is all you can do. Just day at a time, looking at my planner and just doing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's a big week. Since we, since we last talked, Caleb... Beetlejuice. It got nominated. Yes. The Tony Award. Work, 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 work. Including Best Musical, honey. Hey, congrats. Come on. So it's been a very exciting, very busy time. Yeah, so what's, we... li- what's like, uh, what's on the agenda for like a Best New Musical? Like, what do you guys have to do? Like, Well, we are performing on the, on the telecast. Uh-huh. So we've been rehearsing our number and um, getting it, you know, rehearsing it for ourselves and then rehearsing it for like the, the Tony directors to see how they're gonna film it. And oh, then yeah. this week we have a ton of rehearsals at Radio City. Um, so that's really, really exciting. 
Do they make like double stuff because they can't be using your show stuff, right? Is that how it works? Or do they so, you just like? So, um, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. The yes, the they. I think if you are using set pieces, you either have to get them there. Yourself, your show has to get them there. Uh huh. To to a certain extent. Yeah. Or you have to like. Yeah, your show has to get them there. They're not the Tonys isn't building a set for Beetlejuice. Sure, yeah, yeah. So we have to use their set in the ways that we can with like lighting and things like that, and then elements of our set as well. Okay. Yeah. You know what's gonna be really exciting is when they have you're gonna be at Radio City and all mm -hmm. the faces are gonna be on the chairs of where everyone's sitting at and yeah. you're gonna be like ah! We have like the dress rehearsal day, which is gonna be fun. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm I'm really really excited. I think it's gonna be a blast. And on top of that, I'm also doing Broadway Bears. <gasps> right, you've almost reached your goal of two thousand dollars. Oh my god! Like I think by the time this is released, we'll have smashed that goal. I hope. I believe and so. We'll be moving on to other goals, but like it's very exciting, really cool, and also. Um, a lot of work on top of Anthony Tony Awards week. Yeah, but um, it's so much fun. Have you started rehearsal for that yet? Mm -hmm. We've had one rehearsal. I have my next rehearsal tomorrow. Okay. And uh, it's a blast. It's really fun. Can you give uh, where you're... the theme this year is uh, fly off, go off, take, take, take off. off, take off? I knew that. Oh, take off, like take off your clothes. Like take off your clever, Jerry yeah. Mitchell, so clever. Yeah, so smart. Um, I. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know how much I can tell you. So many secrets for this. I know, catch I know! I'm, like, I'm you'll just like, have to come, I, I can't tell you because I need people to come to come see Broadway Bears at the Hammerstein Ballroom on mm -hmm. June 16th. At, at, um, nine and midnight, I think, is the show. Nine and right? midnight, or 9.30 and midnight, before yeah. I, like, aggressively plug a show, I should know what I'm yeah. plugging. But, you know what, they'll just, just Google it. Mm -hmm. And then, what's your your latest fundraiser for? What are you, your latest deal? Because okay, I just yeah. saw that. I just announced that. So I'm offering. This is the last kind of drawing that mm -hmm. I'm doing, and it's a Beetlejuice extravaganza. So you have the chance to win two tickets to Beetlejuice, a backstage tour, a signed poster. Oh my gosh! And a merch bundle. <gasps> A bundle, so a it's bundle. gonna be a wrapped up. That means there's more than one thing wrapped. More than one thing, honey. Are you giving the backstage tour, or I will it... be personally giving the backstage tour. Okay. Yeah, and um, and the the real gag is that's an amazing prize, right? That's like so many prizes. That's worth, a lot. Yeah, worth a lot. It's still the same amount <gasps> to enter. Twenty five dollars gets you one entry. That's ridiculous. That's like. So someone I'd say who, a, a $200 package prize, would you say so? Oh, 200 no, not even. The tickets are worth more than that. Yeah. The tickets alone. Yeah. Then you factor in a signed poster. Uh-huh. Those, those go those for big like, bucks. Yeah, during Broadway Care season, those are like 60 70 bucks. Yeah. Then a merch bundle. Hello. No, no one knows how expensive merch is better than me. Okay. No. Yeah. You're get. This is a steal, and you're helping. You could get all of that for twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. I think I might submit because I didn't win last time, and I, I wanted know. to win. And if, if you donate another twenty five, then your name's in the the pot two times. I might do it. I like Just saying. 
I feel like I, I haven't supported all of my friends yet in Broadway Bears because yeah. I was doing that last year, so I need to spread the love, but also, like... It's hard to spread the love, um, but also, give me your money, bitch. Yes. <laughs> rain, 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 rain. Make it rain, make it rain. <laughs> That's very exciting. I loved Broadway Bears so much. It's just such a good time. It's a great community of people. You're going to have so much fun. I can't wait. I'm, I'm really, really excited. I will say, I will say, the way in which my clothes are being removed is very exciting. Mmm. And that's all I can say. Are you a lead strip? Um, no, but I'm not the lead strip, but I'm a supporting strip. <gasps> okay. Plot. You're, uh, you're part of the plot. Yes. I play a flight attendant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, can you say what your, your title is of the It's dance? called In-Flight Entertainment. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And it's Al Blackstone, so who knows what kinds of shenanigans we're going to be getting into. It's going to be good. It's going to no be great. I loved his Candyland number last year, and it was just I like... I missed Bears last year. Great. I couldn't come last year. Oh, yeah. Well, you could catch it online, because I was actually just... It came up on my shuffle somehow, of my YouTube shuffle. Oh. I don't know like... why. And I watched highlights of it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah. I just did that today. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be really fun. I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about it, too. Yeah. Caleb, it's Tony season. I know. It's a strange Tony season, I feel like. It's Are like you feeling that? Yes. I was just talking about it. Now, the, now we're recording this. We're recording this. Um, a week. Yeah, a, a week, week before the Tonys. Yeah. And... The drama desks were just last night, yes. and it's just adding to the confusion and conflama and excitement of this season. Yes, because okay. Tootsie came out with book, lyrics, and music, and music, but the prom comes out on top. The prom won no other awards, yeah, and then won best musical. This is it's this is a crazy season, and mm -hmm. and then you know I think Tootsie won the the New York Critics. And Hades Town has been winning the other Best Musical Award. So at this point, three of the nominees for Best Musical have won a Best Musical Award. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. It's it's really, really interesting. I'm really excited to see how everything goes on Tony. Who knows? Uh, Beetlejuice might just, like, swoop in and come out on top. It's, Mama, it, it's we, anyone's we game. Sleeper, yeah. Okay? The Dark Horse, you know? You just never know. Katy Perry did see our show, so you could say that we are the dark horse. Hey, well, That's I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for everyone. That's I'm really a song excited. Of hers, right? Dark horse. Hey, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Dark Thank horse. Thank you. Black yeah, Widow, you... baby. No, that's someone else. I don't know. Okay. Right. I, anyway, yeah. Obviously, Team Beetlejuice. All not all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Can't wait, but I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Um, it was interesting because Hades Town couldn't be nominated for any of the drama desks. For a desks. lot of the drama desks, unless it was unless there were aspects that were different from downtown. Yeah. Like I think the I think the set was nominated. I think the lighting was nominated. Um, Andre De Shields uh -huh. won um, because someone else was playing that role downtown. It's it can be very interesting to see what happens on Tony Night. Uh -huh. Are you having a watch party? Um, yes, we have uh, some donors who are uh, um, throwing us a house party, but Cole's on his family is also in town, so I don't know if we'll be like, 
what we're doing. doing. Family stuff, right. But also, the party's not till 10, because we have a show at 7.30. Oh. So... You're going to be I might just delayed. be, yeah, but I would rather just like watch during the show, yeah. and kind of like get updates. Yeah, so. just like check Twitter. Yeah, I would. Do you know like is it on CBS? Yeah, I think so. They're the ones who's always it's weird to stream theirs. I'm always trying to stream like the awards shows, and I never okay, get yeah. it. But they I'll figure weird. it out, and I'll be watching backstage in between quick changes and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm- I'll be posting pictures soon, but we are pretty uh, skin tight in this show. <gasps> oh my god! Mm-hmm. A Ava. lot of mid, a lot of midriffs. I feel like this is uh, bears in its own. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So. That's a lot, a lot of fun. Do yeah. you Do you have any um, ruffly sleeves? Yes, uh, full set of ruffly oh. sleeves that go up and over. There's like a oh my beach god, thank ball. God. Yeah. Um, god. I get to change David Elder on stage. Hot. Like he doesn't leave the stage, and we just like crowd around him and we he gets naked oh love that he's we, really killing it we love david elder i'm sure yeah, he's so good in that show he's really wonderful yeah mm-hmm. okay well we talked about best musical but now let's talk about but there's another competition that everyone's talking about uh-huh and it's sweeping the nation and it's the tony edition of merch madness <gasps> Okay, so this is going to be an interesting one because we do have an all-star competing in oh. this in this um, in this heat. Okay. Because I have I have seen three of the five best. Me- well, I technically haven't seen Beetlejuice, but mm-hmm. I, I I'm very You've lived it. Yeah. I'm very familiar with it. Um, and so I have three contenders for Merch Madness this week. The three shirts I have that are nominated from the shows nominated for Best Musical. First up, I have our all-star contender from the prom. Oh. Um, our, my yellow We're All Lesbian shirt. I forgot this, about how much I love this shirt. Yeah, this shirt spiked some controversy because of the hashtag on the back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but it did end up um, prevailing in its own hate of merch madness in our Against episode Aladdin, with, yes. Yeah, in our episode with um, Caitlin Kinnanen and Isabel McCullough. Um, so I'm not going to spend a ton of time talking about this because I've already talked about it on the pod. Uh-huh. The next two shirts are from Hadestown. Oh. So mm-hmm. this is a very, like, wet, weathered kind of gray shirt. It has the, the Hades Town cream and red logo on the front with the mm-hmm. hand and the flower. Um, it's very distressed. It looks really cool. Um, and on the back, it says, A Kingdom Will Fall for a Song, which is um, a lyric in the show. And um, it, this shirt is like high drama. like It is drama, yeah. Like the myth. Epic, yeah. Like the myth, the musical. Like very, like, it's very, like, in in line with Hades Town, it's kind of epic. It's dark and um, like artistic, like leaving the message with you. Um, so I really do like this shirt. I like when a shirt show shirt gives me a little distressed look. Sure, yeah, it's cool. It's different. It's mm-hmm. like something you don't see all the time. And now the final T-shirt is 
from Beetlejuice the musical, my own motherfucking musical. I now I have a lot of merch from Beetlejuice. I'm sure, yes. This is so, a very classic look. I decided to go with the logo tee for this one. Um because I'll probably use the other ones in other merch madnesses. Um but I decided to go with this one because all the other ones are, you know, the, the Hades Town is a logo tee, the prom is an all-star. Mm-hmm. And so this is a pretty standard musical theater t-shirt. It's, it's black. It has the Beetlejuice logo on the front, uh-huh. the stripes, very graphic. On the back, it has a little green beetle, and it says, just say my name. Uh-huh. Say my name is a song from the show. But what I like about this shirt is I really like... Um, you can't see on FaceTime, but I think you've seen this shirt in person. It has, like, a secret black stripe. There's a black stripe within the black shirt. It's, like, hidden. Oh, I don't think um, I've ever seen that. It's it's really cool. I've never seen it before. I'm trying to get it in the light so you can really see it. Like, oh, you see? You see? Mm, no, still no, but I believe you. Yeah, you can see it. It's right th- I can see it. Well, yeah, it's right in your face. Okay, oh, no, I do see it. There's a multiple, yeah, okay. So there's a black, like, hidden stripe that when you're in, like, natural light, it really, like, comes out. And it's just, like, a cool little Easter egg. It's something I've never seen before in a shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, so, God, this week is really tough because, you know, there's already a winner. Yeah. And then I loved, I love my Hadestown shirt, and I'm in Beetlejuice. So, so yeah, it was really tough, but I gotta say, people will say that I'm not playing fairly. Sure. But it's my it's my motherfucking segment. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the winner of this week's March Madness <laughs> is Beetlejuice. Oh, there is a deferral controversy with that, but oh my god, weigh in on social media. Am I a nepotist or whatever? Like, am I playing favorites? Yes. But yes. you gotta do what you gotta do to win, you know? Hello. I mean, yes, we gotta win. You know? I gotta I gotta keep my job, folks. Exactly. Beetlejuice is the winner. If you if you want the merch to keep going, you gotta win sometimes. Hello. Come buy Beetlejuice merch at the Winter Garden Theater. You don't even or, have to go to the theater, just go to uh Schubert Alley and Caleb, like... shut up. Come to the theater and buy it when you see the show. <laughs> <laughs> or Donate $25 to my Broadway Cares page. And, did I say 25 Donate $25 to my Broadway Cares page and get your own chance to win. A bundle. A merch bundle. Okay? I'm, is it, this all like Beetlejuice merch or is this all kind of different show merch? Beetlejuice merch. Okay. It's a Beetlejuice package, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, the title, Beetlejuice package. Uh, yeah, Beetlejuice Extravaganza. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, okay. So well, I mean, we should put the listings up on our Instagram. We'll put everything up on our Instagram, and um, yeah, I'm very excited. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Should it's we get to the good stuff this week, Kayla? Yes, I'm excited about the good stuff. So we're doing things a little bit differently this week. We're going to do a Tony Awards special episode. So we have had on our podcast in the past Tony Award nominees. Yeah. Um, we had John Cariani. Um, we had Alex Brightman, who's nominated for Beetlejuice this year. And we also had Caitlin Kinnan in before she was a Tony nominee earlier this year. And now she year. is. Oh, my now gosh. Now she's Tony nominee Caitlin Kinnan. So what we decided to do is just have those three guests tell us a little bit more specifically about their Tony experience. So we're going to let them take it over from here. So we hope you enjoy our Tony Awards special this year. Uh, John Cariani here, and I want to talk to you a little bit about what it was like being nominated for a Tony Award. Um, happened for me in 2004. I was nominated for Best Featured Actor in a Musical uh, for playing Muddle the Tailor in the David Laveau revival of Fiddler on the Roof that starred Alfred Molina and Randy Graff. And uh, Sally Murphy was my title. Just want to shout out to her because she's the best. Um, and the first question you asked is, what was it like to be nominated on your debut? Well, it was pretty cool, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, and very surprising. I mean, one of my, one of my fondest memories is uh, one of the cast members, Haviland Stilwell. Uh, I remember her congratulating me when I got nominated for the Outer Critic Circle Award. And I said to her, what's that? I didn't even know what it was. I didn't know that there was this whole award season that precedes the Tony Awards. Um, and, you know, it's really funny because I didn't get nominated for a Drama Desk Award, so I figured, oh, then I'm not going to get nominated for a Tony Award. And then when I did, it was uh, pretty exciting, which leads to your next question. Uh, did you wake up to watch the announcements? Uh, I was asleep. I was in bed. I think it happens at like 8.30 or something. But uh, one of my best friends, uh, Liz Fitzpatrick, was visiting me in New York at the time. Uh, she was sleeping on my living room floor. Um, and she woke up uh, and watched the announcements. And I know this because uh, she was jumping up and down and screaming and woke me up, I think. That's how I remembered. I think she woke me up to tell me that I had been nominated. Um, and uh, I was, well, you know, Horatio says to Hamlet, there are more things in heaven and earth than can be dreamt of in your philosophy. That's kind of how I felt about being on Broadway. That's how I felt about the whole Tony Awards thing. I don't think I had even really dreamt about it. I just wanted to be a working actor. So um, I was pretty thrilled when I found out. And I think the coolest thing for me was that um, I, I had a recurring role on Law & Order at the time. Um, I played a forensics technician. Now, most of my scenes were with Jesse Martin and Jerry Orbach. And so 
that year the announcements were made by Jesse Martin. And so it was pretty cool to have Jesse Martin announce my name. And the way he said my name, he was so excited because, you know, we hang out together on the set of Law & Order. And it was really cool getting to see them after I had been nominated on set because, you know, Jerry Orbeck is a Broadway legend and um, Jesse Martin is Rent. So those guys were totally stoked for me and it was pretty sweet to get to go to work and have them be so excited for me too <laughs> uh, on set. It was pretty great. The next question is what surprised you the most about the experience? Um, I would just say getting to meet so many famous people. So many people who I thought were so far away from me were suddenly, I was at functions with them all the time. Um, you know, shaking hands with Hugh Jackman and hanging out with Hugh Jackman and hanging out with the guys I was nominated with. I mean, those are some great actors and I just got to hang out with them quite a bit for a few weeks in between the nominations and the event, you know, the, the award ceremony. Um, me, I met Cheetah Rivera, Carol Burnett, I said, I think. Um, yeah, that was, that, was, that was really cool. It was just suddenly being with all these people I admired from so far away. Uh, my favorite story involves Marion Seldes, the legend. Uh, we were at the Tony Awards luncheon, which is held at the Rainbow Room in Rockefeller Center, which is pretty fancy. Um, and we're eating our lunch, and I was sitting next to Marion Seldes, and in the middle of our table, uh, they had put a bunch of disposable cameras for us to use so we could record the uh, event if we wanted to. And I had reached across to the center of the table and grabbed one of the uh, disposable cameras. Uh, these were part of the swag bag, by the way. And this is 2004, so the, the coolest part of the swag bag, the coolest item in the swag bag was a flip phone. Again, 2004, <laughs> uh, but that was like cutting edge technology at the time. Anyway, so I grab my disposable camera and I'm about to start taking pictures of people. Cause you know, you know, Hugh Jackman's there, Christian Chenoweth is there, Idina Menzel's there, um, you know, and, and, and the guys in my category were like Dennis O'Hare, uh, Michael Cerveris, Michael McElroy, uh, Raul Esparza, I mean, great actors. So I wanted to get some pictures and I was about to take some pictures when Marion Seldes puts her hand on my hand and kind of pushes my hand and the camera down onto the table. And she says to me, no pictures, just remember, just remember, no pictures. And that has stayed with me. I kind of carry that with me now. Um, she reminded me to experience rather than just record. And I'm really glad that I did. And uh, it was cool because after the, the luncheon, Marion and I left together. We rode the elevator down together. And then we got on the subway together and rode home because we were on the same line, lived on the same line. And uh, we just talked shop. And so me and Marion Seldes hanging out on the train, talking shop, just a couple of actors. That's my favorite story. And probably my, probably my favorite memory. Big thanks again to John Cariani for sharing his story with us. Next, we have a recent guest of the podcast, Caitlin Kinnanen, who talks about her nomination for leading actress in a musical in 
the prom. before uh, the nominations came out, decided to spend the night in a hotel. Um, I really didn't want to uh, wake up and watch them and be stuck in my own room and be disappointed and like have a hard time leaving the house because I really didn't think it was going to go the way it did. So I treated myself to a staycation in a beautiful hotel. Um, I had performed at a concert the night before and then went and got drinks with um, one of our producers and it was just like lovely and I spent the night in this hotel. I woke up the next morning to watch the Facebook Live along with everybody else um, because I, we knew that like our show would be nominated for Best Musical. It was just, it was, it was going to happen and so I was watching to hear that announced because it's only so often that like you're in such an amazing show and you know it's going to get recognized and so I wanted to hear them say the prom musical and they just so happened to say my name um, <laughs> for best leading actress in a musical and I was shocked and I, I, I always feel like people say that like they're like oh yeah I had no clue it was going to happen I was so surprised but like I actually was shocked um, and I instantly started sobbing. Um, my manager called me immediately, um, and so he was the first person I spoke to um, afterwards, and so uh, I talked to him, and then after we were done on the phone, I called my mom and was like, I just got nominated for a Tony, um, which was insane. Um, and so I talked to my mom for a little bit, and then I called my sister um, and my dad, and my dad was so funny because he, thought they for I like they live in my parents live in Seattle and so it was 5 30 in the morning there um and I called him and I was like did I wake you up and he was like no no I was all good and clearly I had woken him up and I was like well I'm calling because they just got nominated for a, a Tony award and he was like how'd you know and I was like well I, I watched them announce it and he's like oh they announce them now I thought it was at 8 30 p.m <laughs> um, so yeah, woke my dad up, let him know that news. Um, so yeah, that's how I found out. Um, and it was just, it was crazy, you know, you find out and then instantly you get like 40 phone calls from all of these different press outlets asking you what your first reaction was. And so it's just repeating and repeating and repeating like, oh my God, I was shocked. Oh my God, I was shocked. Oh my God, I was shocked. Um, and it's insane. Like no one really prepares you for that part of it. Um, yeah, no one really prepares you for the stress of it in general. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, so that's that was my morning. And then I just like went about my day and then did the show at night, which was so, so freaking cool. Um, and yeah, and I think uh, the hardest part about all of this truly is all of the... Um, all of the extra things you have to do now um, that you personally are nominated you know you have to do eight shows a week and 
there is even more like there's always pressure on doing eight shows a week because you always want it to, to be your best show um but there's even more when you know that people are coming to every single show and judging seems like a harsh word but they're judging you you know they are figuring out who they want to vote for um and so there's even more pressure to the normally already pressure-filled eight shows a week and then on top of that you're doing a ton of press um it's it's insane the amount of press you do on top of it all and so it's eight shows a week and then like at least one to three press events every single day on top of it and you know you have to go and you have to be on and you have to present your best self and it's it's a really interesting challenge to you know go through these what is it like three weeks before the actual awards and pace yourself and do all the right talking and presenting and being your best self and it's been it's just been a lovely welcome challenge and I just it's it's been crazy um I think I am most I'm most looking forward to the night itself you know to me the Tony Awards have always been about celebrating theater and celebrating what we as artists do live on stage um, and so I'm just, I'm so excited for the night itself. No matter what happens, I am just excited to be in the room where it happens. I've never, I've never been to the Tony Awards. I've only ever watched them on TV. And so I'm really excited to like see what goes on behind the scenes. Um, I'm taking my mom as my date. Um, and so she'll be sitting next to me the whole time. And I just, I, I, I'm so excited for all of it. Oh, I can't wait. Caitlin for sharing and we are so excited to see you at the Tony's on Sunday now lastly we have a nominee close to my heart and one of our favorite guests on the podcast nominated for his performance as Beetlejuice in Beetlejuice the musical the musical the musical this is Alex Brightman <gasps> you could use a buddy don't you want a pal? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Girl, the way I see it, your daddy should be leaving and you should stick around and kill him. What? Nothing. So Lydia, don't end yourself. Defend yourself. Daddy is the one you should maim. Together we'll exterminate. Assassinate! No! The finer points can wait, but first you gotta say my name. Hello, this is Go Alex Brightman uh, from Beetlejuice. The musical, the musical, the musical. And uh, I'm gonna tell you the story about uh, how I got nominated for a Tony. Um, twice now. Holy crap, that sounds crazy. Um, so, for this nomination, uh, for Beetlejuice, uh, the night before I was uh, having a restless night's sleep, uh, but not because of the nominations, it was because um, I was sleeping on the couch, uh, I was not in the doghouse, uh, my wife was ill, and so I wanted to stay kind of away from her, so I slept on the couch so she could get a good night's sleep. Um, so I was, uh, you know, feverish and rolling around and you know, kind of exhausted, and then the morning came, and my eyes cracked open right in the nick of time, and uh, opened the computer, and my wife was already gone, so I was alone, and uh, they announced my name, and I had just sort of a silent, holy shit moment to myself, like, is this happening again? Um, and, you know, once you realize it's not a dream, you're thrilled. And so I was excited, and even more excited to find out we had seven other nominations on the way, uh, you know, tried to uh, 
you know, compartmentalize these feelings because I still have a job to do and have a show to do and a month to look forward to of all this Tony stuff and, uh, you know, celebrate myself for a second. So I put two fists in the air and, you know, kind of maybe said like, hell yeah, and went on with my day. And then that night was the best because I got to do the show and there's nothing cooler than coming to your show knowing now it's been, uh, you know, given some accolades. Uh, because I believe that the nominations are the awards. I think the win is getting nominated because it's so crazy to even be nominated. And so to win is even more nuts. So I like to celebrate when I can. Um, the, you know, the first person I told when I was nominated was my parents. It's been sort of a, uh, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's been a tradition now because I guess two times makes a tradition uh, that I call them first. I called them with most of my uh, news first. That was fun. I called my grandma. Um, and then I uh, texted my wife because she was in physical therapy and we had a nice little celebration. Um, comparing it to the first time being nominated, this is at least I, I know kind of what to expect this time. Um, the whirlwind that begins the second they say your name um, to the second that the Tonys are over a month later. Uh, it, your phone never stops ringing. Uh, you never stop doing interviews. You never have to put on your... I've never put on more suits in my life. Um, or, you know, lose sleep over, did I wear that shirt already yesterday in that interview? And uh, so I didn't know all that the first time I got nominated. So it was all very panicked and crazy. And um, <clears throat> I wasn't prepared. This time I was a little more prepared mentally and spiritually for this experience. So that was a huge, huge leg up. Um, which brings me to the actual hectic press schedule that is the Tony campaign. Um, and campaign's a weird word. It's not like I'm running for office. Uh, it's just, you know, you do the gauntlet. You talk to everybody that wants to talk to you. You take all the pictures. You go to all the events. Um, there is no way around it. So the only way to go is through. You just burst through every day. You bash through all the interviews. You stay positive. You stay grounded. And you stay grateful. Um, because it, you know, the opposite is, yeah, you aren't nominated. And or you aren't in a show. So just to have the experience is uh, exhausting and tiring and wonderful all at the same time, but in equal measure. So you sort of have to um, gird your loins for that. Um, and then you do what you can to make sure that you're at your show. I try to stay healthy. I drink more water these days and, um, you know, just try to fight off any sort of sickness that comes my way. Um, I think what I'm most looking forward to at the Tony Awards this year is performing because I love our show. I love Beetlejuice and I love the number we're performing. I think it sets the right tone. I think it sends the right message. And it's just going to be a blast to be able to be up there with my entire company, the entire cast, and celebrate in front of, you know, everyone that we love. That is the best part of the Tonys is you get to perform in front of all the people that are there um, celebrating the same thing you are. Um, and I think the la last thing I'll tell you about is that the one thing I've learned from my first Tony experience to now is to, uh, you know, I tend to live in the moment pretty well. I tend to do that sort of like, you know, remember everything, don't think too far in the future, don't think in the past, kind of keep two feet in the pool at all times. Um, and I think I'm going to just sort of uh, do that more. You know, it really is a whirlwind of an evening, and I would say it's probably 85% work and 15% fun for how much you actually have to um, do throughout the evening. So I'm going to try to make that 15% and stretch it out as much as I possibly can and 
you know, really give some personal hugs and really make some eye contact with some people that I really want to, you know, engage with and really make some memories that night. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I hope that everyone has a wonderful Tony season. I hope that, uh, you know, everyone has a great time on Sunday. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll win something. Who knows? But if we don't, I always like to say, awards are nice, but they're not everything. I'm here for the fun. So as long as I'm still having fun, I will always be here. Ta-ta. I'll make you say my name. Thanks again to Alex Brightman for sharing your Tony story. We hope they say your name on Sunday. All right, so now we're just going to do some rapid-fire questions. They're really easy, fun. Just give me the first couple things that pop into your head. No stress. There's not going to be any orchestra music underneath you to, like, push you along. So, like, take your time. Yeah, but we won't play it is rapid. <laughs> it is rapid-fire, though, so... Here we go. Your favorite Tony performance? I haven't watched the Tony Awards a ton. Um, I'm not a big award show guy. Um, but I do remember when I was a senior in high school, um, I was really into music in high school. And um, then I started to do plays and started to love plays more than music. And my mom, uh, my senior year, my mom said, we should watch the Tony Awards because you're into theater and these are the awards for Broadway theater. And I was like, yeah, sure, let's watch them. So we watched them. And my, the performance that just knocked me out was uh, something called Serafina. I think it was a Lincoln Center production. And it was uh, basically a story about a bunch of school children in South Africa. And I don't know the show, I just saw this performance and it was a bunch of South African school kids dancing and singing and just, it blew me away. I loved it so much and I still to this day love it. And I just don't want to see that show someday. Ooh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Um, Spring Awakening, um, I, the original company, I thought that was absolutely incredible and it was the first time that I was like, oh my gosh, I could be in this show and watching them perform on the Tonys was mind-blowing. And I remember like watching that performance over and over and over again when I was auditioning for the show because I just, um, I wanted to know as much about the show as I could and that was one of the things that I could watch. I have two. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. I, I didn't know, <clears throat> I remember going in, um, when I was in Chicago, I went to a gay bar with Susan Stroman and we went for like a Musical Mondays thing and they were really playing all the things on the TV mm -hmm. and they played a clip from the Grand Hotel um, Tony performance with Michael Jeter, right? The best. Yeah. And so that I was, I was completely, I was like talking with people and then I found myself completely just sitting there with a drink in my hand, mouth agape. I have never seen anything about Grand Hotel and needing to watch that again. And I went home that night totally drunk and YouTubed <laughs> it like 30 times. Um, just it was like the best. And then I think, I gotta be honest, I think the Come From Away anytime they perform is amazing. And I loved, I just wanted to see more of it because I saw the show and so there wasn't much to see online. So like when they performed in the Tonys, it was like, good, okay, there's canon I can watch because they performed the opening number and I thought yeah. it was excellent. All right, all right, all right. How about three things you should bring to the Tonys? I guess I would say comfortable shoes and water. But I guess you can't bring water into Radio City Music Hall. So I would just say make sure you drink a lot. <laughs> and I can't think of a third thing. Um, oh, your mom. I brought my mom. It was awesome. <laughs> 
one of the requirements I've told my quote-unquote team is that I want a clutch big enough to hold snacks. So uh, that's two things, a clutch and snacks. Um, third thing is going to be chapstick. Um, that's really important to me. Trail mix, because they don't feed you, or any, any snack that you want to bring. Uh, I tend to bring a small flask of alcohol because it's nice to be a little greased up throughout the evening. Um, and I'm going to bring money to tip people because uh, you feel frisky after uh, the night's over, you feel a little fancy, and uh, you should always have tip money because um, people deserve tips if they're going to do you a favor. Um, what is the coolest perk of Tony Press? Yeah, definitely the coolest part was getting to meet all these really well-known people. We went to a lot of functions together as Tony nominees, and so we spent a lot of time together. Didn't get to know each other super well or anything, but we spent a lot of time together. And I just got to meet people like Kevin Klein because he was nominated, and Audra McDonald because she was nominated. And now, you know, when I see her, she knows who I am, and I, she says hi, which is kind of a big deal for a guy like me. <laughs> um, and getting to meet Tanya Pinkins was awesome because I thought she was so amazing, and um, Carolina Change. You know, I met Kristen Chenoweth and Nadina Menzel. And I got to meet Donna Murphy, so I, I see Donna Murphy and we chat now, I guess because of the Tony Awards, you know. <laughs> um, obviously the guys in my category were incredible and Dennis and Michael and Raul and Michael Cerberus. <laughs> McElroy and Cerberus were the two Michaels. Um, I got to know Karen Ziamba because of that Tony season. Uh, I got to know Isabel Keating because of that Tony season. Uh, it was just great to meet all those people, all those people who I had known from afar and got to know, not personally, but oh gosh, Simon Russell Beale, I got to meet him, he's one of my favorites. Uh, Sweezy Kurtz, got to meet her. I think I, yeah, Christopher Plummer was nominated that year. Um, got to meet him for a second. Um, of course, meeting Hugh Jackman was awesome. And I had so many friends who were so nuts about Hugh Jackman that I got to like, get his autograph for them, <laughs> have him sign things of theirs for them, and he did it. <laughs> he was super amenable. Um, and also, uh, Jennifer Westfeld was part of, the, part of the group that got nominated, and I had been in Kissing Jessica Stein, so it was just kind of cool to see Jessica, I mean, to see uh, uh, Jennifer again uh, in a different context. Um, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, so I would say yes. Oh, oh and the, my favorite, actually, here's my favorite. My favorite was meeting uh, Anika Noni Rose because she had sensed that I was a little green and didn't quite know what was going on. And she just helped me understand kind of how to comport myself, I guess you would say. <laughs> like expectations, being ready to speak about your show, being ready to speak about the experience, uh, you know, in quick little sound bites. Um, I remember at the Tony luncheon, she was super helpful in explaining, just just keeping an eye on me. Uh, I, I just was a little lost some of the time and she was right there to help me feel less lost and I just really appreciate it. She probably doesn't remember, but she was tremendous to me. Um, and you know, the other thing that, that really sticks with me is that uh, the hair guy at Fiddler on the Roof, his name was David Brown. And I remember him asking me when I was getting my hair cut once during Fiddler, just after the nominations had come out. He said, what are you wearing to the to this event? And I was like, oh, I was just going to wear, like, I have a blazer and some khaki pants. And he was like, nope. No, no, no. We're going to go shopping. You're making money on Broadway. We're going to go shopping and get you some clothes. So he helped me get some clothes. Helped me get my Tony Award suit, which was awesome. Um, and that so that was a nice perk, is 
David Brown introduced me to nice clothes and I and I like clothes now because of him. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Seeing all my friends, you know, you get to like do a bunch of press and within all of that, a lot of the things you go to, you see all of the other nominees and so it's really cool to like see my friends who are also nominated. The coolest perk of Tony Press is and I think this is probably going to be a cliche answer, but it's the free shit. Um, you know, I don't beg, I don't like to ask for free stuff. Sometimes I say, I mention a product offhand that I already use and, and happily would buy and do buy. And um, I will get sent a box of said product uh, without asking. So that is pretty cool. Some of the free stuff and some of the free food and drink at the events is, is great. Who doesn't like free shit? Okay, last one. One person in your life you'd present an award to and why? Well, I would give my dad, my brother, and my partner John an award for being just the most honest guys I know. Uh, yeah, I give them an award for not lying because everybody just lies too much and it's just so nice to be around people who don't lie. <laughs> so that's what I would do. I would give them an award for that. <laughs> my mom hands down i would give it to my mom because she is the best person in the entire world she is there for me she supports me she loves me no matter what she's currently on a plane to come visit me with 13 donuts because i asked her to bring me donuts and she goes above and beyond that is why i would give her an award oh my god that's a great question um you know this is again probably very cliche but i would present the award to my wife um, Jenny, she, I mean, it's amazing what <laughs> a person that goes to the Tony gauntlet and the Tony season, their significant other sort of becomes a little, uh, soft focus because you have to focus on yourself more than ever and, uh, become selfish. And so her selflessness is, uh, definitely earning and, uh, worth rewarding, um, I know that she knows I would do it for her, but she <laughs> has never called upon me to do it. So she's been wonderful and I would give her all the awards. You guys, that concludes our very first Tony Awards special. That I'm was so, awesome. It was awesome. And it was also remote. Like, I can't believe that we did I it. I know, we did this apart, but also together. I know, you're always a, be a part of my heart. Always, always. Does that rhyme? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Another thank you to our amazing guests for this week, John Cariani, Alex Brightman, and Caitlin Kinnanen. Mm -hmm. And um, to those of you nominated at the Tonys this year, good luck! Break legs, it's gonna be we're, so fun! We're so excited for everyone and excited to watch and celebrate an awesome year. Um, that's all we have for you guys. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Equity One Podcast. And on Twitter at Equity One underscore. And also shoot us an email with some thoughts at equityonepodcast at gmail.com. Caleb, where can people find you? You can find me right now through June at State <laughs> to St. Louis in The Boy from Oz, but also on social media at Caleb Dickey. Yes, go, go see Caleb. Hey. <laughs> and Elliot, where can we find you? Well, you can find me at the Winter Garden Theater in the uh, Tony Award-nominated <laughs> musical Beetlejuice. Um, but you can also follow me on social media at Elliot Maddox, where you can find all the info on how to donate to Broadway Cares through my page and uh, help me reach my fundraising goal. Amazing. 
And until our next episode, Caleb. Cheers. Cheers. Ding. Clink. Oh my God, FaceTime clink. I know. <laughs> Weird. Think of the respect. No, no, no. Think of the Tony. Tony, 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 Tony. What's the matter? Is he all right? He's having a stroke. What? Of genius. I see it. I see it. At last, the chance to do something important. Roger Debris presents history. Of course, that whole second act has to be rewritten. They're losing the war. Excuse me. It's too downbeat. Roger Debris presents history. But maybe, ooh, it's a wild idea, but it just might work. I see a line of beautiful girls dressed as stormtroopers, each one a gem, with leather boots and whips on their hips. It's risque, dare I say, as a dam! Love it! I see German soldiers dancing through France, played by chorus boys in very tight pants. And wait, there's more! They win the war, and the dances they do will be daring and new. Turn, turn, kick, turn, 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 kick, turn, one, two, three, kick, turn. Keep it sassy, keep it classy, keep it... That is brilliant, brilliant! Roger, I speak for Mr. Bloom and myself when I say that you are the only man in the world who can do justice to springtime for Hitler. Will you do it, please? Please? Wait a minute! This is a very big decision. It might affect the course of my entire life. I shall have to think about it. I'll do it. I'll do it! Sample champagne! Oh, if at the end, end you want them to cheer, keep it gay, keep it gay, keep it gay. Annoy us and ruin our night So keep your string burst And it's in San Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.